Welcome to episode number 113 of HearthCast, recorded on March 29, 2012, and made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. This is Freckleface, and we are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. And this is Root. I'm an 85 Dasher Warlock, and it's my turn this week to do the headlines. Vlad's very vivacious verbal vestige, auction house reselling, psychopathic behavior, or just common sense. How to ruin random raid finder or an apples a day keeps everyone away. Cinematics must die. There's more to fishing than meets the eye. And more questions we won't read on the air but have witty answers for. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by RiptideCloud.com. Custom Salesforce programming, management, and training. ReduceTheLag.com. You can drop your latency by up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. And System.com. Remote infrastructure management and the IMG. That's the International Mastermind Group. Would like to send some shout-outs this week to a lot of people out there, specifically all of our guildies on the Deathwing server in the Horderlies. Uh, that's Hoofit and Hind and Talk and Taz and Hotpox. And a new guild member, Carnage. Yay. Or is it Carnage? Don't know. Anyhow, Carnage, what he did is kind of cool. Maybe it's Carnage. Carnage. Like Fabergé. Yeah. He, uh, he used a scroll of resurrection on one of his accounts. So he got an instant 80. That's awesome. Uh, and a free transfer. So his instant 80 and his free transfer, he ended up on Deathwing server, and now he's in our guild. But he did not have a tune on Deathwing already, right? He had a level 8 warlock that he threw up there uh, just to kind of mess around. Oh, okay, because I was trying to figure out how he had gotten that free server transfer. Oh, he had another he had another account, that's all. Yeah, I know, but you have to, it has to be transferred to the server that your friend's on, though. I don't think it's No, just... you can transfer. It's a free transfer to any server. Any, oh, any okay. server, yeah. Good to know. Um, but I should throw something out there. What's that? Um, just because somebody might be affiliated with Hearthcast, mm-hmm. like, you know, Carnage does his corner Carnage every week, and um, it's not like a free ticket into the Horderlies. Oh, no? No. it's not, We don't have, like, a friends and family pass uh, to get people into the Horderlies. So you still need to be, you know, cool and, and know what we're what the Horderlies are about and still need to go through Hoofit and the other officers. I'm not even an officer in the guild. Um, but, yeah, it's not like a, hey, I know Root, let me in. It doesn't work. That doesn't work anywhere. You can't give them free water for that. Like, I know Root, give me water. Like, uh, here's some salt. <laughs> that's that's how that works. It it unworks. Um, speaking of Hoofit, do you know he's got a YouTube channel? Oh, does he? Yeah. Obviously, you don't know about this YouTube obviously channel. Obviously, I do not. Um, he has put a lot of work into this, too, by the way. It's not any kind of... You know, here's the thing. A lot of times we go to these people's YouTube channels, and you want to learn about something, and all it is is, like, really bad death metal music. And camera angles that are swinging around so fast, you have no idea what's happening. True. Not so true with Hoofits. It's opposite. It's like opposite. Huh? Yeah. He does a really good job um, with, you remember we talked about his whole observation mode. Right. That's kind of like what he's done with his YouTube channel. So you does can he narrate s- him? He does not. Oh. 
there is text on there, like this is what we're doing, this is what should be happening. He has that kind of stuff on there, but there's no spoken word. He needs to narrate them. He's got no, a no, nice no. voice. No, he does have a nice voice, but I like it because you can see what's going on. For me, okay, here's the thing. When I'm in there, you hear things when you're playing the game. Yes? No? Maybe so? Yes. All right, well, you can hear those while you're watching a video. So if when I go watch some dude's video who's like, they're down in Deathwing, and it's like, like I said before, you know, some kind of crazy suicidal death metal, I don't really learn a lot because I'm being distracted by the crazy death metal. I see. But when I'm watching Hoofits now, you know, it's kind of cool. Now, I know it's a little biased because I'm in them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there's me. Look, I'm messing up. Great. (laughs) Um, But he does a really good job. You can find those videos, by the way, over on YouTube. Uh, his channel over there, or his page, or whatever they call it, YouTube, I guess it's his channel on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, it's his channel. Yeah. It's called Alley Artwork. A-L-L-E-Y Artwork. Or, if you can't remember Alley Artwork, you can just search for Horderlies, and that'll come up. And uh, this guy has cool stuff. He's actually got some, uh, he's got one where a rogue went off and, and decided to uh, backstab Hagara before anybody else <laughs> had engaged them, and Hagara, like, pretty much mule kicked them in the face, and they were dead. Awesome. It's like one second, pfft, dead. <laughs> We're like, hey, why don't you wait till uh, Hoofit's got some aggro there next time, buddy? Right. That that works so much better when that happens. Um, yeah. So welcome to the guild, to Carnage. Absolutely. And I uh, hope you. He's got a lady. Uh, lady. Well, hi. <laughs> he's got a level 80, 80 <laughs> warlock. Level eighty lady. Yeah. 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 yeah you see. Um. So hopefully he'll be up. He was running around. Um. Org last night. It was kind of fun. Yeah, because uh, he hasn't played Alliance past level 8 or something crazy like that. Horde? Ha- yes. He yeah. We're on the Horde side now. Been there ever since oh, we joined yeah. Deathwing. I you forgot. Know? Hordelies? Horder? Horde? Horde? He was saying he still It's not the Alliance these. It's the Horder these. Look at these. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Hey, Freckleface. Hey, Ruth. How are you? Doing well. Are, are you? you? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. look good. Thank you. Looking smashing. What's been going on you this week in the uh, World of Warcraft? Um, I've logged on a couple of times this week. A um, little more transmogging frustrations. Oh, I'm sorry. I will say. Um, now, last week I talked about getting these this pasty chest piece of eight, 15,000 uh, 15, yeah. gold, right? Um, I've been trying to find a nice outfit to match it. Right. Um, and I'd find something purple that went well with it, but I couldn't get the whole set. Um, mm. Just different, going the different colors, and I could never really get a cohesive look. Right. But there is um, a set called the Ornate um, Pyrium Armor Set. It's plate. It's level blues. I think it's level, item level thir- 333, 345. So they're not very expensive at all, about 200 gold a piece. Um, I tried on everything. I was like, okay, it's this nice dark blue pieces. And then with the gold, it just kind of pops. And when I was looking for ornate, I found um, this belt that, out of all the belts I've seen in a while, it was the prettiest. It was mm. as thin as, it's basically like a belly chain if you've seen trashy girls wear those. No. Sorry, uh, I'm it, old. <laughs> it's like if a girl is going around showing her midriff, she might have like a gold chain that just wraps around belly button okay sometimes it's attached to a piercing sometimes not but that's that's basically what the belly look the so you're going for like, like the least amount of coverage possible no because i had a full-on pants oh, yeah. but the belt was just cute and i did not have enough money on that tune to buy it 
So I went to log off and get my money. And by the time I got back, the belt was gone. Oh. So it ruined my whole plans. I had to go to something else. But so I'm all mismatched. Was right I now. not online at the time? No, not that day. You okay. were not. Um, but it's kind of crazy. I have, I have a purple chest piece. I have... No, I'm sorry. I have a gold chest piece. I have purple pants and a purple cloak. I have green gloves and a green shield. And do, I have gold do, boots. Do, 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 do. It's reminding me of I Dream of Jeannie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you remind me. Yeah, like you're like a little genie out of the bottle. Yeah, kind of. There you are. Um, so Jeannie, I, think it, I think it looks cute. It's not an ideal set, but it's cute. Um, I've been going on Moonguard every once in a while just for the transmog ideas because people get all dressed up in these crazy outfits and go to like the gold. You know, one day you're making a face, but one day I'm going to publish an album on Facebook of all these crazy screenshots I have. No, I'm, I'm just sitting back here because I was going to make some kind of off the wall comment about Moonglade. Uh huh. And you might quite possibly have stumbled on. To the only non really embarrassing <laughs> publicly, to go there, yeah, to get idea, outfit ideas, yeah, because most people, you know, you're like, oh, erp, 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 Well, I say that to say, as someone wearing a really cool outfit, it's plate. And I didn't wrote, your guild have like a big erp event the other night that you didn't go to over there? I didn't go to it. No, so I don't yeah. know how it went. <laughs> So how the ins and out of that guild work? <laughs> I had a hard time figuring out what time they're using. I don't know why I have a toolbar for it. Um, so, right. And this, I use this just an example of why transmog is so frustrating. Because I saw someone that had this really cool outfit. It was like blue pasties. And the whole outfit was blue. And I looked up the pieces and went to Wowhead. Looked them up. And they dropped from AQ. But they have a... Point zero eight percent chance to drop. That's eight out of ten thousand chance. Yeah, so I should get it on the third try. <laughs> and there's multiple of these pieces, so I don't know how in the world this person got the set. Eight out, of, yeah, yeah. Probably farmed for months. Or got lucky and got it on the first pull. I mean, I got that stupid seahorse fish and three fishes. Thing three casts. What's seahorse fish? The pet seahorse. Yeah, but I got that after twenty minutes. That's no, I different that than three casts. I got my fox. Okay. Well, I, the fox. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't it's have one, my green drake yet. Thousand. Yeah, still don't. Taz got his green drake from our guild. So I think I'm going to stop trying to transmogging for a little bit because I've just real I've realized it's cheaper been, for you to do that. Yeah, I've just been collecting a bunch of pieces I think look cool, but without it. An overall idea of what I'm going to make the outfit look like. They're so just kind you're of in my bank. you are forming a wardrobe, but not a complete wardrobe. So you're like that would be cool if I had, and then you right. never get the those other pieces. Right. So you're spending all this gold. I need the what not to wear people to come and raid my lock closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> um, I also got my warlock to level 24. Yeah. In like the 10 minutes I was on my warlock. I saw you get all, Yeah, that was last night. Yeah. Yeah, I saw you jump on there last night. It's okay. Yeah. Went to Ashenvale, and I realized I had not done Ashenvale since the mm-hmm. Cataclysm, so I was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Doing stuff a little different. I debated starting a new character. It's around this time 
before any expansions, I always think I want to start a new character. And when I start to, I don't because I'm like, how much cooler to be to start a new character when I have more options? Yeah, when you start the new, the right. new, the hot new hotness. What? The new expansion, the new oh, hotness. The new hotness. Have you checked to see if you got a beta invite? I haven't got an email. You won't get an email. You got to go log on to your your. I thought net. you got an email. No, I just logged out of my battle net and saw that I had it for a week. Oh, no, I've not checked that. Yeah, you should check that. I've had mine. This is where I make people mad because even though it's not my section yet, I haven't gone to the beta. And I know people are like chomping at the bit for their beta, you know, invite or whatever. Well, what have you been doing this week, Van Um, I've been doing a lot, actually. Uh, I kind of made a little deal with uh, myself. I said, self, you need to play WoW more. Okay, that's a good deal. It is because I've been playing like two nights a week. Now, yeah. mind you, yeah, two nights a week and I've been raiding both those nights. Right. Um, But, you know... When you do that, it still takes me time to ramp up into my tune every night. So when I'm starting off on the first couple of uh, of fights, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, everything. So now that I'm you know in there every night, I don't have that quick up ramp, so to speak. Mm. Um, but yeah, I did get the beta invite. I am not going to the beta right now. I have zero interest in it. I just don't. Um, too much stuff is, you know, I'm hearing crazy reports left and right. You know, is it pretty? Sure, great. Um, are there problems? Yeah. And I don't really think that people understand what beta testing is. I beta tested for, for Microsoft. Yeah. That was a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot more stringent than what beta testing uh, Mr. Pandaria is. Mm-hmm. When you beta test for Microsoft, you are trying to break their stuff and when you break it, you need to know exactly what you were doing when you broke it. Right. And then you need to report back to them consistently mm-hmm. with relevant information. Don't you I have think, a quota? Um, things to find? No, I didn't have no. anything like that. I mean, but obviously they knew you had to log time. You had to log time in the OS mm-hmm. for, for, for uh, Microsoft. Now, with, with Mist, you know, I just think too many people are going in and going, I want to rule the panda. I want to rule the monk. It's like, well, what, you know... Outside of the numbers that, that that Blizzard sees on the on the you know on the server side, outside of that data that they're looking through and combing through themselves, they're not getting a lot of relevant information. I, I just don't think that I think more people are going there in for for the new hotness and the pretty pretty, and then want to go and QQ and complain about it. It's a beta, folks. What you're, it's not supposed to be. It's not ready mm-hmm. yet. That's why it's called a beta. Right. So, yeah, I just think. It's not appealing to me as I thought it would be. I thought I would be, you know, like I've said people before, I'm going to get in. I'm going to learn the Warlock. I want to see all the different how it works with the new talent system and all that. But I started thinking about it, and that's more for me than it is for for Blizzard. Sure. And, you know, the time that I have right now uh, is better spent with me in game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, I don't know if I will do the beta. When I did do the test realm stuff, it was pretty cool to... Um, you know, walk around test and stuff. And when I did it, it was, I remember it was in Burning Crusade, and it was the New Islands. Um, but it felt kind of like you wasted your time at the end of the day because nothing that you had gotten done stayed. Right. Right. You're not. It's not real achievements. You're not really making money. You're just kind of. Now I'm not discounting. Know. I'm not. I'm not putting a, you know flat out statement that I won't do the mm-hmm. beta before it's over. But chances of me jumping in it right now are, are zero, actually. So they might increase, but right now they're zero. Now, 
I have said I played a lot this week. Yes. And I have played a lot this week. Oh, have you? Uh, every night. Oh. Um, at least doing something. I did. This is kind of a fun story. I was talking with Hot Pox. I was like, man, you know, um, I'm hitting a little bit of a wall. And the wall that I'm hitting is a justice points wall. No, valor points. I'm getting valor capped. Okay. Once I'm getting valor capped, what, I mean, my item level right now on my main, everything's 397. And then I got a couple of 403 pieces. So as far as gear goes, ain't much left for me to get. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. So what's left is Valor points. Mm-hmm. Well, once I get Valor capped, which is two nights and I'm done, you know, mm-hmm. then what? So my first answer was I'm going to grind rep. Well, I, I found I wanted to grind rep with Ramakin. I uh-huh. ground rep with Rob, Ramakin, whatever they are, and I got my camels. All right. And that was actually fun because a hot pox made a suggestion that I go into uh, lower level normal, normal normal level dungeons. Yeah. Oh, I can't say that. So I'm going into normal level dungeons and just obliterating everything. Nice. Like no one's even close to me on the DPS meters. Nice. Well, in a way, it's nice. It's fun because I'm there to farm rep. Right. And it kind of, I, I did get some people complaining about it. That was a, the crazy thing. Because I'm going in there and I'm just like, all right, let's go. And I'm just like nuking everything. And they're just, you know, I remember I was in there with one or some tank. I don't remember what he was. And he starts complaining to me like, hey, uh, why don't you let the tank pull? And he was talking. He was a tank. And he's like, why don't you let the tank pull or jump off that tune and get on a tank yourself instead of pulling everything? And everybody else was like, dude, shut up. This is easy sauce. <laughs> and uh, so I was just like, yeah, it's just, we're just going through this, guys. You know, I'm just, I'm here for rep. Mm-hmm. I'm not rolling on anything. I'm passing on everything. And I'm carrying the whole group. My, <laughs> I started making a little game for myself to get over 50% of the damage out of the whole group. I wanted it to be me. And I achieved that like three times. But now I've done that. And now... Um, like I said, I got my camels. Yoo-hoo. They're kind of full. They are fun to, to ride yeah. around. They're fun. Yeah. Um, then I decided while I was doing all the camel stuff that I was going to – I was like, well, what else can I do to before I get my camels? I was trying to build rep. And there's only two dailies in Oldham. Did you know that? Yeah, I know. And so I said, like, well, let me go do these two two dailies. There's like the whacking the pygmies. Yeah, you whack the pygmies and whatever the other one was. Oh, the uh, the bombing thing. You go, you oh, jump yeah. on the cannon, you bomb. Yeah. Well, I got an achievement for doing that. The, cool. the bombing, I got like 10 mm-hmm. people in one, whatever. And so that was kind of cool. And then I was flying around and I saw a rare. And I got that oh. NPC scan add-on, right? Did it make it really loud? It scared noise? me. It is so loud. All it needs to do is pop up. It yeah, make just pop noise. up. It scared, it scared me. And you remember back in the day when we had um, uh, Paranoia. It was yeah. the add-on we yeah. used on PvP servers to let you know if the opposite facts. Same yeah. thing. I jumped, man. And I was like, what the? And so I go down, you know, I'm right there by the place where this, where this giant Egyptian-looking guy spawned. I'm like, oh, I got this guy. Yeah, I'm rolling through all them dungeons and blah, blah, blah. And uh-huh. I killed Deathwing, blah, blah, blah. I got this guy. So I'm up to him. I'm like, come on. I pop out my Void Walker. I'm like, let's dance. So I... Send the void walker in. Agar dude turns around, and steps on me, and I'm dead. Ah. It was like he he reminded me what one shot means. 
<laughs> like, oh, Root's here. See ya. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. So uh, I res. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I put a post out in, in uh, the old general chat. I guess a, not a post or whatever, a message. Sure. And I'm like, hey, there's a rare. Uh, anybody want to come help kill? And there's a shaman. He's like right around the corner. He goes, hey, I'm right over there. I'll, I'll come over. I'm like, All right, cool, right? So he comes over. He sits down. Butch his totems out. Mm-hmm. I bring out the pets. We attack. <laughs> We're dead. <laughs> so he's like, okay. I have my DK tank. I'll be right back. I'm okay. like, all right. So we res again, you know, and this time um, I go ahead and pull out the the, the imp for haste buff, mm-hmm. um, and I pull out, uh, you know, just everything, everything we got, we got, you know, I'm popping anything I've got. I'm like, we're going to get this guy now. We spent almost 11 and a half minutes fighting this guy. Oh, wow. Now, he does these little crazy AOE things, but you get kind of a warning before mm-hmm. they pop up so you can get out of the way. They're like sun, or not sun, but like little dust storms sure. that pop up. Um, he does, you know, they, 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 the ground kind of crumbles, and of course DBM lets you know when it's happening. But right before that, he can throw a uh, a debuff on you that causes you to move slow. Oh. And so you can get caught in those whirlwinds, and that kind of stinks. Mm-hmm. And he also puts up the shield amongst himself that makes him invulnerable to things and immune to things. Uh, however, I noticed two things that worked for me was, number one, I noticed there's about a second pause because he did some little animation right when he pulls the, uh, the the shield up and right before it goes down, he got about a second. And in that time period, I could actually um, uh, drain drain life from him. Oh. And so I was like self-healing myself. And uh-huh. and I, I, don't, I don't know enough about DKs, but I watched his health come up. So I guess he was in some kind of spec that can self-heal too. Mm-hmm. 11, almost, yeah, like 11, it was crazy. Well, we got him down. We're like, all right, cool, finally down. And we're like, all right, roll for loot. Because he dropped a weapon and a belt. And I lost both rolls. Oh. Sad to say. Um, what what quality were they? Purple. Purple? What item level? I don't remember. B-O-E? B-O-E, yeah. Oh. Right. And so I was like, oh, sad face. Because when I hovered over them, it was like they both sold for like 2000 plus uh, on the AH. So I was like, ah, oh, sad face. And he goes, want the belt? And I was uh, like, yeah. And the dude gave me the belt. Uh, so mad shout outs to him. The guy's name is actually um, uh, Torax. He is a, a level 85 death knight. He's over from the passively aggressive server. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, guild yeah. on Deathwing. Hey, you just don't – it's been a good week to see nice people in the game for me. You don't get uh-huh. that a lot. Um, so I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm talking with Hot Pox, and I decide I'm either going to level a tune or I'm going to transfer Zygergen over because I want to do – I don't want to hit that wall, and I'm hitting that wall. You know, I want something else to do. So I decide it would be quicker just to go ahead and transfer Zygergen over. So I transfer him over, and in the, in our chat room, for the Horde Leash chat room, we're talking, and Hind actually suggests a great name for the hunter. And that great name is Shoot, S-H-E-W-T, because I'm Root, R-E-W-T. Right. And so it kind of goes with the thing. Yeah. Well, there's already a level 12 Shoot. Oh. And I'd already put in for the transfer, the race change, all that whole kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, man. And they're and they're all telling me don't don't log in the character open up a ticket don't log into the tune wait till they're done, well, 
Yeah. It's there. I'm yeah. logging in. So I log in. I, get, I, I name him Shoot with two T's. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this is this is Iker again. This is the guy that we that I leveled using these Iker guides. guides. Right. This is, you know. Wait, where race did you make him? Uh, he was a, a, a worgen. He was a worgen. What did you make the, him? Oh, what, what did I orc? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, he looks pretty cool. Huh? And then I started looking at my gear. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah. I had a Chinese buffet of gear. <laughs> yeah, I had a Golden Corral smorgasbord <laughs> of options. You name it, I had it. Did I have spirit? Oh, yeah. And Intelligent you bet. Family. Oh, yeah. Strength. What else? Yeah, all strength. Yeah. Agility. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. Uh, resilience. Bring it. You name it, I had it. Yeah, it was it was so messed up. I had trinkets on there that helped my healing. I don't. It was, I'm looking at it going, oh, what did I do? And I'm bringing. I'm like, hoof it, hoof it. Where are you? He's like, I'm standing right by the you mailbox. You had a crowd of people in Ogemar standing around just to I, laugh at you. They did. It was, it was bad. So I go, dude, dude, do check this out. Come inspect me. He's like, what did you do? He's like, how did you how, how did you end up with this? I'm like, I don't know. It, I guess the only answer I have is I was so concerned with just questing right. and getting to 85 because that was the whole deal. How fast can I get to 85? Can I get there faster than somebody else? That all I was doing was looking at stuff that had higher armor and higher eye level. And if it had that, I took it. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. and not every quest gives you what's appropriate for your class. No, but apparently I, because Hoof had pointed out some of the drops I had were uh, were not quest drops. So apparently I might have must have run some dungeons Did at the end with like him. Look you up. It's all right. That's cool. It's fine with me. But apparently, you know, I went into on some dungeons and it's. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're all happy because that's when they make fun of you. Yeah. For now, again. <laughs> now they have. Yeah, I gave them fresh material. Yeah. Although I did go in and I spent like uh, about three thousand gold on new gear, mm-hmm. enough to I can start running like um, some dungeons, okay, normal mode, yeah. and uh, hopefully pick up some, some right gear. But oh. so uh, Hotbox and I were running random raid finder. I've had a ticket in uh, with Blizzard for a couple of days, and I get that that. Message window pops up that, you know, hi, this is Game Master Volsox. Uh, do you have a moment to go over your ticket? So I'm like, yeah, sure, cool. I'm just in here, random raid finder, just doing my thing. Uh, and I kind of give him a synopsis, you know, like I'm, I give him some little corny line, like, hey, I'm against two T's, you know, type mm-hmm. thing. I'm like, like in most cases, I don't I don't mind, but in this case, I do. And, you know, so, you know, he's looking at it, and I'm like, you know, did, did, did I blow my chance because I already changed his name when it came, came over? Because you get the free name change when you sure. do, you know, did I already waste that? What's going on? And he was he was super cool. He was really funny. I'm like, look, I'm going to even ask you for a Reddit GM joke. You just, you know, do, if you can do it, great, whatever. Just let me know what I need to do. If I got to go pay the 10 bucks, I'll go pay the 10 bucks. I really don't care. And he comes back with, hey, Root, it's your lucky day. I was like, Cool. You're going to give me unlimited frostmorts or something? I said some crazy line. He's like, no, no, no. He goes, shoot is taken care of. Oh. I was like, shoot is taken care of? What's that mean? And he goes, shoot is now shoot. So two T's is now one T. Uh-huh. And so I was like, two, so you, I don't need to go do anything? I don't, it's done? He's like, yeah, I took care of everything for you. Shoot is now shoot. Everything's taken care of. You're, you're good to go. So I was like, wow. 
and you know, a lot of times I think about as frustrated as we can get with this game, Blizzard really does customer support well. They do. And so I was like, cool, dude. Uh, thanks. So, of course, I name drop Hearthcast, mm-hmm. which we all know is the real reason we got this for taken care <laughs> of. Course. Of course. And uh, he, he says, well, in that case, he goes, be sure to tell them that I was legend. And he said, wait for it. Dairy. Legend. Wait for it. And I hope you're not lactose intolerant because the second half of that word is dairy. So, yeah, um, not being a fan of that show, uh. and he spelled dairy wrong. See, I thought he was making a Torin joke. He wasn't? Well, he said he was Torin, and I was like, well, it'd be funny if you spelled it D-A-I-R-Y, but he spelled it like the real way you spell. Maybe he doesn't know how to spell. No, he spelled, he spelled it correctly as far as legendaries goes. Maybe D-A-R-Y. He dairy, the word. Well, he said he typoed. I was like, was that a type? Because I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't get the joke. <laughs> you know, and I'm talking, talking to Hot Pox. I'm like, dude, you get this um, legendary? He's like, no. And I'm like, maybe he's a torrent. Could that, that'd be funny if he was a torrent. I'm like, are you a torrent? Because that's funny if you're a torrent. He's just like, yes. I was like, so did you misspell it? And he goes, maybe. So I totally didn't get the reference. And I'm telling you the joke, think it's a funny torrent joke. And you're like, that's from how I met your mother. And I'm like, what's that mean? I'm so confused. It's my favorite show of all time. So <laughs> with uh, Patrick. Neil Patrick. Neil Patrick, Harris. yeah, who was in Dr. Awesome, Dr. Evil, Awesome. Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog. When he yeah. was a child, he was that child doctor in the yep. 80s. Uh, that would be Doogie Hauser. Yes. And back in the day when I was a bouncer at Pleasure Island for Walt Disney World, I gave Neil Patrick Harris a backstage tour. Did you? Yeah. What's he like in person? Well, this was like 25 plus years ago. So back oh, then, that's true. yeah, this was uh, prior to him uh, revealing him. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Prior to his coming out party. So he was pretty reserved back then, huh. but it was cool, you know. It was. Well, he's quite the opposite on the show. <laughs> you know, the clips that I saw today, grabbing that audio clip, uh, I don't know. I may watch it because you know, there's a whole thing about him suit up. Yeah, he always wears suits. And he says suit up there's a the, lot. He's such a cool character. Yeah. Plus the storyline, they're so consistent with it. I mean, it's been going for eight years now, and they make jokes. They'll make a joke, and then we'll come back to it a year later. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But in a way that's cool. Yeah. Like a lot of sitcoms, they'll make, they'll bring up some new information and use it right then to make a joke. Oh, they, they, they plant the seed. Right. Exactly. That's funny. Attack of the Hacks. So we have a little bit of an email contribution here. We're just kind of going to, we're going to glance through this. It, they're all three from Hoofit. Uh, Hoofit pretty much got a couple spams, uh, phishing attempts this week. And it's always good for people to be, it's like a PSA. It's always good for people to be aware that this stuff is happening out there. Right. Um, what kind of emails are being circulated. Yeah. And so the ones he's gotten right now, um, he had one that says, your, it says in brackets EN as if that's important. Uh, Battle.net account, email verification, action required. You know, click on the link below to verify your Battle.net account email address. And then, of course, here's the thing. They, the link that they put in the email, if you hover over it, it's going to give you a different link in your address bar. us.battle.net.zh-hus.in. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible. They're in India. Just, yeah, somewhere. Uh, and then it's like, you know, if you ignore this 
Uh, if you ignore this mail, your account will be closed permanently. Once we verify your account, we will mail you that we have dropped the investigation. So, that, you know, it's like and I, I snipped a whole lot of the body out, but the topic, the subject matter, it just nothing jived right. So, you know, it, it was a dead giveaway. Another we got is, is from this uh, Vinicus. Get an exclusive faction mount when you bring a friend back to World of Warcraft. There's no space between the word A and friend. That's a pretty much dead giveaway. And again, it's one of these things where if you just look at the body of it, it doesn't jive. You look at the links, they don't go where they're supposed to go. Um, any, You know, it's, it's just not... The one that, that I didn't like, that was so very close to being something that looked real, um, was it said, subject, World of Warcraft account canceled. Wrists, and it had wrists in capital letters. Uh, we didn't know if that was supposed to be like slash risk because that'd be funny. Um, and it says, hello there. This message is being sent to confirm that all credit card information has been removed from the World of Warcraft account rests, effectively canceling its recurring subscription as of, and there's a blank, there's no date there, so I just screw up. Uh, the account will not bill renew any further unless you, unless new payment information, credit card or game card, and is manually entered in. The account will remain pay- playable for the remaining time it is already paid for. This account's current pay period expires and gives a date. Uh, please note, it goes on, and it looks pretty realistic. You know, it's like letting you know that, hey, something's, you know, your account's going to be going to end here unless you go through and re-verify your, your information. Right. Of course, here's my thing, and this is this is what I urge everybody to do. If you get any email from Blizzard... Call them and say, "Hey, no, let me no, let me let me let me clarify that. If you get a spam, you know it's a spam. Don't call Blizzard and go. I got a spam because they're not going to be able to do anything. If you have something that you think is legit, like if you have any issue with your credit card, with anything that's going on, your game, your game time, whatever, don't do any kind of stuff in email. Submit a ticket in game. If you can't get in the game, call them. It's an eight hundred number. It's toll free. They have them. They have." Ways to get a hold of them all over the world. Or at the very least, don't click the link. Just start a new tab and log on to Battle.net. Yeah. Any issues would be on the homepage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Go to go to the Battle, straight to them. And the reason I say go to the phone is because advanced phishing uh, can actually take do what's called browser hijacking. And you can oh. type, yeah, you can type in us.battle.net and it won't take you there. It'll look just like it. But it's actually a fish. It's, it's a fishing site. How does it do that? Um, fi- uh, computers have files on them. Mm-hmm. Windows has what's called an LM host file. Um, host files exist, and basically, what happens is the computer looks there first because computers don't speak English or right. other languages. They speak their own language. So to speed things up on networking, it'll check a local file first for an address resolution. So in other words. It'll say, oh, I'm supposed to go to us.battle.net. Let me look at my local file and see if I have that defined. So these fishers, these phishing people, once they have access to your computer through spyware or malware or whatever else, can override your browser settings, hijack your browser, tell it to look at an LM host file, put their own entries in that host file. So you go, you type in us.battle.net, it looks in that file and goes, I'm supposed to go to this particular IP address. It takes you to that IP address. Your browser says us.battle.net. It looks just like Battle.net, and it's not. Oh, that's frightening. So what is supposed to get around that is the wonderful HTTPS. So if you go to any site that you are unsure of, to throw, it, throw up HTTPS, 
because that calls that re, that causes your browser to actually make requests to a third party to verify that that site is that site. Oh. So that can help you out. That's there are still ways to get around that. Mm-hmm. So my biggest thing is if I do anything that is financially related, I am on the phone. Pure and simple. Mm-hmm. So unless they're taking over phone lines, you know, mm-hmm. uh, then I, I pretty much feel a lot safer doing that. So I just want everybody to be aware that that kind of stuff is out there. Um, and just take it. Just be really careful. You know, Blizzard's not giving anything away for free. You know, you got to do something to get something. And, uh, you know, everything is going to be alarming in some way. Your account is canceled. You know, get something for free for doing this. Uh, what What's his other one here? Uh, uh, other verification. Are, account verification. We think your account's... Yeah, you think the, you're trying to sell your account. I think that was so. one of the ones he had too. One of the ones Huffet had yeah. is there's been some suspicious activity. You're trying to sell your account. It's like, no, I'm not. You know. <laughs> so, but you know why? You know why the hackers use that one, don't you? Why? Because they've gotten that one from Blizzard. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to rewrite that one. Uh, and they're like, true. oh look, it's in good English. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then they screw up the subject line. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just be aware that all of that is out there. Today's totally tantalizing topic. We have an interview with Vlad from Icy Veins. Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com. So a couple weeks ago, Freck, you'll remember when KFE sent us an email saying, hey, you guys should go check out this site, Icy-Veins.com. I do remember that. So I went, I checked it out. And we talked about it. Yeah. And we said mostly good things. There's only a couple of bad things like they didn't have a warlock section. And then I think the only other negative thing I ever said about them was they try to do a little too much. Everything else, I absolutely love about these guys. They're doing a really good job. And in that whole process, we tweeted about it. We put it on Facebook. We did all this. We did all that. And they reached out back to us and said, hey, what's up? Hey. And so I said, hey, what's up? So, no, we talked back and forth a little bit. And I said, hey, we'd love to have you guys on the show. Well, as it turns out, there's two guys behind this um, endeavor. Uh, a French guy, and Vlad from Romania. And it turns out that the uh, his partner does not speak English very well. But Vlad was more than happy to come on the show with us. So joining us on the show now is uh, an esteemed one of the uh, co-creators of IcyVeins.com. We've talked about them a couple times in previous episodes. So we have Vlad from uh, IcyVeins.com. Vlad, thank you so much for joining HearthCast today. Hi, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. And, I, you know, I got a lot of questions here. As we've been talking about, you know, uh, external resources for the Internet, or not for the Internet, before the World of Warcraft. And then we also talked about you when Kung Fu Elvis brought your site to our attention. And, uh, you know, we went out to check out the site and love the site, give our critique, talk to you guys in the email. And we just want to know a little bit more about you guys there behind the scenes at Icy Vein. So, you know... Who are you guys? You know, what kind of, what class and spec and race are do, are you typically playing in the game? Well, there's two of us. Um, uh, myself, Vlad, and my partner and co-founder and uh, co-organizer and everything, um, Damien. We, nowadays we play every class and every spec <laughs> pretty much because we have to. But we started out playing just for fun. Um, I used to play a protection warrior. Uh, with whatever DPS off spec, and uh, Damien always played a mage. Um, but um, that was back during Wrath of the Lich King, and, and since we started working on the website, which was only after Cataclysm, 
we had to branch out and we have alts of every class and every spec pretty much uh, except warlocks sadly yeah i noticed that there was uh, there was some warlock section missing on the website that's the first one i always check uh, it just seems a lot of people warlocks right now aren't getting a lot of love but i kind of think once uh, mr pandaria hits we're going to get a lot more love uh, down the warlock class um, so you guys got all these alts between you guys you have a great website that you launched since Cataclysm. It's getting a lot of great press. What kind of backgrounds do you guys have, like in real life? Are you, you know, do you have any kind of hobbies? Are you guys programmers? Are you musicians? What's going on? What do you guys do for for fun in real life? Well, Damien has uh, a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, and he has a PhD in computer science. Um, I went to law school, but I don't practice law, and and he doesn't he doesn't have a, like a computer science job outside of. Uh, the website, which is is full time, um, he handles all the technical aspects and all the website related things. Um, so there's a lot of burden on him, which is where he can use his computer science background. Um, but uh, other than that, we're just normal people. We don't have a. We, we didn't go to World of Warcraft school or anything like that. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, just the kind of things that you would expect people who play World of Warcraft to like. Movies, computer games, obviously, whatever, generally rock, music, that sort of thing. Um, fairly standard, I would say. So just standard guys who enjoy the game, who have thrown together a fantastic website. I like that. Um, now, speaking more of the website, what kind of guides do you guys have on the website right now? Well, um, our goal was to cover everything. So when we conceived the idea of the website, we wanted to have a website that covered everything. There was, we initially just thought of, of PVE, but um, more recently now PVP is coming to the equation. So our our, our idea at the beginning was uh, cover everything and be this sort of perfect resource that combines everything else. Um, so that means especially class guides for PVE for all classes and all specs. Uh, encounter guides, dungeon guides. So that was our goal. But um, it takes a lot more development time to take to get these things out than we initially thought. Um, we've done a good job, so we have full coverage of encounter guides for patch 4.2 and for patch 4.3. Um, all the heroic uh, dungeon guides, uh, whatever the the heroics in 4.1 were, the Zulaman stuff. Um, so we have that fully covered. We have, I would say now we have a majority of PvE classes covered, um, but still we're lacking maybe 10 specs or 11 specs that we're working on. Um, since transmogrification came in, we um, we put together a very, very extensive resource. Uh, well, I say we, but it was mostly Damien's work on it. Um, that if you've checked it out, we think and we believe that it is quite unique, um, that it lists every single item model that exists in the game that is usable for transmogrification sorted by classes so that you can you can say, oh, I'm a priest, I want to get transmogrification. You can go and you will see all the models you can transmogrify as a priest um, with pictures of all the item models and where to obtain them sorted by slot, something that on other websites, which do exist, and some of them are very, very good, um, is very hard to find because you have to go through filters and you have to click various links to actually see the model. But we just we just hit you with the models, so we have that. And in the sort of spirit of covering everything, we also cover things like um, seasonal events. Um, we cover the Firelands dailies. 
Uh, and we cover quest lines if they are of particular importance. Um, I mean here the legendary uh, item quest chains from uh, 4.2 and 4.3. Um, but our goal for the future is to cover everything. We're still sticking to it. That's a lofty goal, too. And um, I, that was the one, the Firelands Daily is the ones I went and checked out. And interesting, as you mentioned, the uh, the transmog guide, because uh, Freckleface does some transmogification on her characters, but recently ran into an issue where uh, she went, I think, to uh, Wildhead. I don't know if I forget where she went, but she went there. She saw an item that she was, that's what I want. That's what's going to look good on me. She saw the boss she's supposed to kill. She went, she sunk a couple of hours into, you know, farming this boss. And then realize that the boss that she needed comes from a quest line that is now unobtainable. So she cannot get that item uh, the way she thought she could. So I will definitely be sending her over there. Right now, I'm still shying away from the, from the old T-mogging thing. But I'll be sending Freckleface over there to check out what you guys have to offer because I know she's more into that. Now, you've That's got cool. just right now a ton of content, which is amazing. And I like the way you guys have it all laid out. And... What are we going to expect in the future? I mean, what's coming? What, what's, what's on the horizon for Icy Veins right now? Uh, a lot of work. <laughs> uh, so in order of our own priorities, we want to finish the class guides for all the specs in the game because a lot of people are asking for it uh, on our Facebook and by email and just in general. People are demanding um, no matter what class and spec guide they demand and we release it. The next day, it's what about druids? What about warlocks? We don't have rogues, so we're really working hard to get everything covered now. Um, it's it's kind of a big endeavor, but we're we're, we're working on it. So that's the first goal. The second goal, um, what we want to do is we want to cover PvP. Um, obviously, uh, this is a sort of recent idea for us, and we realize that I don't know if you've ever done PvP or freckle face. Um, in any kind of serious fashion, but as you probably know, you can't really say this is a rotation to use in PvP. Um, it's just kind of use all your abilities suitably, and everyone else, all the other classes and specs are going to use all their abilities against you. So what we want to offer is something like talent specs um, and stat priority and gems and enchants, because... Gems and enchants, for example, for PvP are really not sort of mainstream. It's very hard to find a talent build for PvP. Most of the stuff is PvE. If you want to look people up, armory, it's kind of hard to find PvPers. You can find good PvEers by finding good guilds on, you know, by word of mouth or whatever, wow, progress. But PvPers is harder to find. So that's our second goal. PvP class guides, I would say. More sort of starter guides. Um, and then, of course... We have Mist of Pandaria uh, coming up very soon. The beta's actually uh, started, um, at least for U.S. people, it seems. Uh, so our goal is obviously, and it's, it's an important goal, to, to cover everything about Mist of Pandaria by the time that it actually goes live. Um, what that means is all the raid guides, all the heroic dungeon guides that are coming with the new expansion, um, there's going to be, as you know, I'm sure, uh, a new class of a monk with three specs, tank healing and DPS. We want to cover all three of them uh, because we imagine that there's going to be a pretty big demand for information about the new class since there would be no existing guides. Um, and also what we want to do is, in the same spirit, so I, I, list, I was listening to your podcast episode where you, you spoke about us and you spoke about our Firelands Daily Guide. Uh, we're really 
sort of happy with the work we did with that, and we would like to repeat it with um, all the leveling zones that come with the new expansion. Um, because I know for myself, when um, when Cataclysm came out, I had to decide, oh, should I quest in Vashir, or should I quest in Hygel, um, which would be faster. And I kept trying to find information about either of the zone, and I couldn't find anything sort of just disjointed pieces of information about, oh, this quest or whatever. So we'd like to offer people a chance to plan ahead of time where to quest, where to go, what quests to do, what quests, you know, to skip, what, um, if there's something of value to do in the zone while you're passing through it, like get an achievement or something. Um, so that's our goal for now. Um, cover Mists of Pandaria fully, class guides, PvP guides, and keep up the quality if we can. Now, you just hit on, on a point that I think is really interesting. It's something that I have not seen uh, readily out there, and that is incorporating achievements that you can get along in zones while you are questing, while you're doing things. Um, I know a lot of times I've, I've accidentally done an achievement, and it always scares me, actually, when it happens. But it also sometimes like, oh, cool, I get this little achievement thing. And I know there are a, a huge segment of the WoW population that is very into getting those achievements. So that's something that, that I think is really cool. I think that's a very good niche product because, like I said, we, I haven't seen that anywhere. And I've gone through a lot of guides and a, a lot of different uh, companies with those guides and haven't really seen something incorporated. Yeah, you can find something that's a quote-unquote just an achievement guide, but nothing that incorporates the actual leveling, leveling process and questing and zoning and everything else. I think it's really good. I think you're onto something there. Um, Thank you. So that's a ton of information about the site, but I want to know more about, about you guys. Like, where are you guys from? How would you guys meet? All that kind of stuff. I am from Romania, um, if you know where that is. <laughs> and, uh, uh, most Americans know Romania, and we think Dracula, and that's about it. That's where our geography stops. That's actually very accurate. Um, <laughs> and let, let's, let's leave it at that. Um, Damien is from France, which is also in Europe. <laughs> okay, um, just to oh. clarify. Um, so we, uh, we've we known each other for, I would have to say, maybe three years. Um, we met um, online. We were playing a browser-based MMO at the time, um, something called Dark Throne. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I think no, it's still running. I had it, but I thought, I uh, thought for sure you guys were going to say NetHack. So. No. Um, we met there. We met through a common friend that um, was neither French nor Romanian. Uh, so he introduced us, and we started sort of playing that game together. And at the time, coincidentally, uh, Damien was uh, finishing his PhD in Romania um, out of pure luck or coincidence or whatever you want to call it. So we had the opportunity to meet in real life as well. Uh, and we did that. Um, we kind of stopped playing Dark Throne because we were bored of it. Um, so we switched to playing something else together. We switched to Counter-Strike 1.6. Uh, both of us have some background in playing Counter-Strike, I would say, pseudo-professionally, if you want, um, as in we took it seriously, but uh, we didn't really get anywhere. Um, and so we played some Counter-Strike 1.6 in the, sort of in the vein of for all time's sake. Um, and then we thought, well, let's play something else together. Um, so we started playing World of Warcraft um, with with our common friend and with with a bunch of other friends. And this was so we started playing World of Warcraft together around I think it was uh, the TOC patch in Wrath of the Lich King. Yeah, so that's relatively recent. 
I mean, I mean, I, I, a lot of, I know a lot of times when I see people who have uh, websites that are in half the amount of content you guys have, they've been around since you know the alpha friends and family for World of Warcraft. Um, so to hear that you've come on just you know when the when TOC came out for Lich King patch, I mean that's not it's only a couple years a couple years ago. So that's not that's that's incredible. So yeah. you guys get together, you you know you meet each other through an, an online game. Uh, you meet each other in real life because he's doing school in Romania. You start playing uh, first-person shooters. You move on because you get bored with that. You, so you go to, to World of Warcraft with your mutual friends. you got now the three of you in there, uh, and you're in there for a couple years, and you say, you know what, it's time to launch a site. Is that, is that how well, I see veins came around? Um, more or less. So I wouldn't say either of us is extremely intelligent or anything, but we have had to have – um, sort of technical writing backgrounds because of our universities. So, uh, you know, things like how to properly lay something out on the page, how to express yourself. Um, and for both of us, doing research on things was an integral part of what we did. So naturally, World of Warcraft is a game that is very suited to doing research on things, whether it's your class or whatever encounters and stuff. So we, we started playing World of Warcraft normally. Uh, we were raiders in a small, not very good guild uh, with our friends and a bunch of people that we recruited randomly. So we were playing, we were raiding, we were doing sort of Nax raid at the time because we didn't have the gear to do Old War, TOC. And we were in sort of leadership positions, I would say. Um, so we had to look things up. Oh, how do we improve? How do we kill this boss? How do we... And that went on through TOC and through ICC. And we became... I would say frustrated because it was very hard to find information. So we found um, all the sort of famous websites, which I'm going to leave nameless for now, but I'm sure you know what they are. And all of them had good information, but none of them covered everything. Uh, the information was often hidden in sugar coating and uh, figures of speech and, uh, I don't know, quirky ways of writing an article or whatever, or... In some cases, you had to piece together a boss strategy by reading the comments from various users, which, of course, you have no way to verify the authenticity of. Um, so we did that for a while, trying to get our guild to progress. Uh, at this time, we were finishing our studies. Um, we didn't really have time to do anything serious. Um, and afterwards, we thought to ourselves, Cataclysm had already launched, by the way, so... Um, it's funny that um, that we should be doing this interview today um, because yesterday was the one-year anniversary of our website's launch. Oh, congratulations. Uh, thank you. So it was in March of 2000, late March of 2011, so that's four months after Cataclysm's launch, that we decided, well, enough is enough. Um, this information can be presented much better, um, much more accurately, and especially it can be all in the same place. That was very important for us because we just wanted people to be able to say, oh, I'm interested in something, anything about PvE, World of Warcraft. I can just go to this website. I know ahead of time that when I get home, I can go to this website. I'm going to find it there. Um, and then if I want to do collateral uh, research on it, sure, I can, I can look those armories up or whatever, but I know for a fact I'm going to find it there. So this was, so to speak, the first factor in us creating the website, which is we thought we could do a very good job 
and we thought that um, <laughs> it sounds a little vain, but that we were needed. Um, and the other factor was that we wanted to do this for a living. Um, neither of us uh, was particularly thrilled by the prospect of um, careers in our fields, per se. Um, so we thought, well, we can do this, and we can do this and make a good living out of it. Um, so from th from the get-go, that was our goal. Um, now, don't misunderstand me. That doesn't mean we're trying to cut corners to um, make more money or things like that because it was apparent to us from the very beginning that the only way to be successful, and the only way you have to think we're coming from behind compared to a lot of other websites that handle these sort of things, the only way to get ahead, uh, to catch up, to get ahead, to have people come to our website and respect us is to have excellent quality of content. So throughout the entire duration of our existence so far, we've all we've ever said was when we were debating something, how to do this, our only concern was we have to make it better for people who are reading, we have to make it correct, we can delay this, releasing this guide or whatever until we can confirm this information and um, but we're doing it just to clarify this. It's our full-time job, and we're doing it for a living. Right, and and I can kind of relate with that a little bit, just because of 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 the of, you know being a uh, hearthcast going to our fourth year of this, we've misspoken on several occasions on something, um, and people have there was there was something I said uh, last year where I misquoted a particular type of uh, item that I thought you could combine. And it turns out I, I, I gave the wrong item to combine these, these scraps of, of leather into one piece. And I got a lot of flack about it. And that was just, you know, a couple of pieces of leather. And some guy's like, you know what, I went and I gathered a bunch of those and I can't combine them. And, and I was like, you know what, I said the wrong thing. So I can really see how that would be amplified in a situation where you're doing a guide and you have to have information. I've been to those other websites that we're going to remain nameless again and seen where, you know, people get into arguments with each other about, you know, no, it doesn't drop. No, you got to do this. No, you have to do that. And by the time you're done reading it, you're confused. And, um, you know, you end up going to nine or 10 different places, asking different people or reading different things to try to find, you know, find out how, a particular trinket or pet drops or whatever. And so, yeah, to, to dedicate yourselves to it, um, is huge. And, and I, and I, you know, commend you guys for that. And, um, so this is it. This is what you guys do. This is your bread and butter. Um, how is the site generating? I mean, how's it generating any money for you guys outside of advertising revenue? Uh, currently it's, it's not generating money outside of advertising revenue. Um, Advertising revenue is, is all that we have um, for anyone who is, say, uninformed on the matter. The idea is that the more people that come to the website, view the pages, and with the pages they view the ads, uh, generate revenue. If they actually click the ads and go further on whatever website that is, it, it turns into more revenue. If they actually buy a product off some, some ad, then that's uh, even more revenue. Um, that's our only source of revenue. Uh, so far, it's been our only source of revenue. We do not have a premium service. We do not sell guides. We do not charge fees. Um, we have a donation um, service, but uh, I would say that the amount received is, is 
it's entirely negligible. Um, and I'm going to anticipate your next question here, and if it, if it doesn't exist, then, then I'll just make it up, um, that it takes not charging people for content that we produce, which other websites do, or other, I don't know, add-ons, maybe services anyway, do. It takes a bit of the pressure off, in a way, because we know that if we make a mistake, um, we're not going to have sort of angry customers at our doorstep. Um, because we do our best not to make mistakes. But it's inevitable that when you cover sort of this amount of sort of widespread content, you will make mistakes. Because there sometimes, I mean, we do our best, but sometimes there's just no way to obtain information about a specific thing. So we'll have to say things like, this is not yet clear how you obtain it. We assume that you do this because often we, we release guides before uh, things appear on live servers. So we have to do it off the PTR or beta, which means things are not finalized. So it takes some pressure off of us not charging people for our content. Um, I think that's all I have to say about that. Well, I mean, and that's a huge point, though, too, because there are, like you said, people do tend to beat down somebody's door if they've paid for something and it's incorrect. Um, I leveled an entire, entire character using Zyger guides and, you know, I was very frank about uh, each week reporting on it. And when I would run into situations where Zyger guides would fail, I was very public in in the podcast about, hey, it failed here. And every time I did that, I would let them know, your your guide failed me right here. And, uh, and that, you know, like I said, that's a paid one. Now, one of the things that 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 I can kind of kind of help you out with here a little bit is uh, most advertisement uh, agencies that you do business with online prohibit you from personally asking uh, for people or encouraging people to go and click on your own personal ads. But there's nothing that says that a a, a host of a podcast can't tell people to go to icy veins and click on their ads so they get you guys some more revenue. Uh, I highly encourage everybody to do that. So I I don't. So. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a click, and those things those things do translate because I mean, we do you know, we have advertisers on on Hearthcast as well, and those do translate in, in, into a little bit more of a revenue stream, um, especially if you're doing affiliate marketing. If you're doing any kind of affiliate marketing, then yeah, go through if you're going to buy a product to make sure ICV and see if they have it first or not. Um, how, how much how much time are you guys spend in a week on the site? I mean, this you, is this like a full time forty to fifty sixty hour work week for you guys? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the amount of time varies depending on all sorts of things. Um, how much there is to do. I mean, you know, if we're trying to cover everything, then there's always something to do until we're done. But some weeks or some months are uh, more stressful than others when there's a patch coming up. Uh, it's absolutely full time. Um, if I had to estimate, I would say that we probably spend about. 60 to 70 hours uh, each of us a week working on it um, eight hours a day um, sometimes 12 hours a day we don't really take weekends so we don't say oh it's Saturday I'm not working um, we work from home although our goal is um, one day to uh, to have a like a headquarters for our company I, I've, I failed to mention this but we operate the website through our company um, that's based in France, um, and our our very very long term goal here. And don't quote me on this; it doesn't happen. But our our goal would be to expand to more than just World of Warcraft. Um, we would want to expand to um, I don't know other. I'll just say other games that are 
suitable for writing this kind of, of thing about. Um, so we're looking for expansion, but first we have to establish ourselves properly, and we're doing that with World of Warcraft. So we spend a lot of time on it, each of us, uh, every day, uh, sort of dawn to dusk, I suppose, uh, although it's the other way around. But, uh, although we work nights as well. So, um, yeah. Now to dispel a little bit of a myth that I think m- uh, a lot of people might have, um, you guys just don't spend 60 to 70 hours a week playing the game, right? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. Uh, we spend 60 to 70 hours a week um, writing, rewriting, editing guides, revising information, um, looking up, um, finding a specific string in a combat log, um, researching information on other forums or other user, you know, accounts. Um, people send stuff to us by email. We have to investigate, um, watching videos of uh, other people killing the boss because oftentimes, especially in the case of an encounter, um, one guild kills it one way, another guild kills it another way, and a third guild kills it a different way, and you have three people coming telling you, well, actually, my guild did it this way, and my guild did it this way. So we have to find if it's viable, and we can't usually include all three. Um, we don't actually sit in-game and do dungeons or, uh, I don't know, whatever, grind faction uh, reputation. So that being said, how often or how much time do you guys get to actually play the game a week? Um, on a normal week where... Um, I would say mm, there's no... So when there's a patch coming up, um, we play on the public test realm for it. Um, and in that in that case, we usually play quite a lot because we have to actually experience brand new content, like, oh, there's a new dungeon introduced or um, there's a new zone. Uh, like was, it was a case for Firelands Daily Zone. We had to actually play through all of the Molten Front dailies um, and we completed the the entire sort of zone on I think six different characters um, to be able to write a guide and confirm the information there and make sure that from the moment that we did it the first time to right before it was released something wasn't changed because there are no patch notes often for a lot of things that happen on the PTR. Um, but so we play on the PTR a lot, but you have to understand this isn't the kind of playing you would expect. So we play with a notepad and a pen, and whenever something happens, we take a note of it, and we take a screenshot of it, and we combat log everything, and we analyze the combat logs. So it's not just sit there with a bag of chips and just enjoy yourself for two hours. Right. It, I mean, it's a job. I mean, this is what you guys are yes, doing. Yes, yes, And I, you know, I have been on... I've been on both sides of it. I've, I've played WoW, uh, how I'm playing now, which is very casually, and then I've played it, you know, to glean content out of it and it is a completely different approach you are right um now what about your your wives or girlfriends or family are they okay with you guys and what you're doing and how you've what decisions you've made for your lives and and your careers on this yes we're we're very happy to say and we're very thankful to both of them uh my wife and and damien's girlfriend they are very very supportive of um of what we do and and honestly we couldn't do it if they weren't supportive um and i have to be very understanding of it because um, to someone who doesn't take an interest in it on the outside, it can look like, well, you're just playing World of Warcraft all day. I mean, you're sitting there in your chair and all you're doing is whatever, playing World of Warcraft. 
how how is that serious? Um, but they're they're very supportive, both of them, and we couldn't do it without them. That that is that's incredibly true, incredibly uh, blessed that you guys have that as well. All right, Vlad, let us know how how our listeners can get a hold of you. Obviously, you can go to ic-veins.com and get to the main website. But do you guys have Twitter feeds and Facebook and all that? We have a Facebook, um, which is uh, icveins.com. Oh, sorry, it's icveins.com, actually. Um, we have uh, Twitter. They're all on our website's main page. You can reach us there. Um, you can reach us um, by email. We have several email addresses set up. You can find them all in the in the contact page of our website. Um, for whatever the subject of your email is, you can find a suitable email. Um, and uh, we also have uh, Facebook comments enabled for all of our guide pages on the website. So if you want to leave particular feedback on or ask a question, of course, on any guide, you can uh, just ask it there. We do the utmost to reply to every single comment and every single email and every single question that we get, uh, sometimes with a delay. Um, but we do our best to reply to everyone. So you're encouraged to contact us. All right. Well, I want to thank you again for being on HearthCast this week and um, encourage again all, my, all the listeners to head over to ic-veins.com. Give the guides a look. Give all the information that they have a look. Uh, digest that information because I was simply blown away by it myself. And it had, it's part of my daily routine now to to go read up on stuff before I go do stuff now in the game. So, again, Vlad, thank you so much for being on the show. And, uh well, hope I wish you much success with your site. Thank you, and thank you for having me, and goodbye. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. It happened again, Freck. What happened again? Well, I got caught a sociopath. Did you? It's twice now. So this happened to me. Two different people? I, I guess. I <laughs> hope. hope it's not the same guy. So, here, you know, backstory for those, for those who may not have listened that long ago um i was in uh iron forge wow holy cow and uh some guy i I had advertised in trade that i was looking for something i wanted cheaper than the auction house a guy comes over to the auction house or to the bridge in front of the auction house in um um iron forge and we do the transaction and i turn around and run into the auction house and i put the thing on the auction house for more gold and he gets mad at me proceeds to call me, you know, a bunch of names and everything else. And we talk about that on the on the show, and we got an email from a guy who called me a sociopath because I kind of made a big deal about the guy uh, making a big deal about the fact that I was reselling and it was a deal or not, whatever. Anyhow, I'm in org the other day, and a guy is – it's not exactly the same scenario, but a guy is advertising something, um, some gems – I believe it was a lava coral. Is that a gem? That's a gem, right? Yeah, lava coral. Yeah. Core. No. Core? Lava core is something else. That's lava coral. Pretty sure. Anyhow. Oh, okay. It's a gem. And he's advertising a gem. And I'm like, well, I'll buy it, but it's got to be cheaper than the auction house or else it's not worth my time. And so he gave me a price. I'm like, no, no, it's not worth my time. And so he gave me another price. And I was like, no, it's still not worth my time. Is that I need something like 50% cheaper than the auction house for it to be worth my time. And so... He finally goes, well, how much do you want? So I looked on the auction house and saw they were going for like, you know, what, 2700 Did that 3700 Whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I was like, well, you know, I need it for, you know, 15 And so he's like, fine. So he sells it to me. 
and we we're we're real, right there in, in Orgamar. There's a little camp out where the where the Torn hang out. You know, it's like at everything that little area. Uh-huh. And so we're like right there, and he hands yeah. it to me, and I turn around and I run to the auction house, <laughs> and he goes, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Going to the auction house." He goes, "For what?" I was like, "I'm gonna sell the lava coral." He goes, "You just bought that from me," and I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "You bought it from me for less than, than the auction house." I said, "Exactly," because I'm gonna sell it on the auction house. He's like. But I could have sold it on the auction house. Like, yeah, but you sold it to me. Why didn't you then? And so he actually threatened to open up a ticket and, and f- file a harassment thing against <laughs> me. And I just, I'm like, what, what, what did I do? We had a transaction. You sold it to me. I'm selling it on the auction house. If you'd like it, it's for sale. If you want it back, <laughs> go pay full price for it. But um, and it sold. By the way, I don't. He didn't buy it, but it sold. I saw that. Uh, I, it's the fact it's uh, still in my little. It's, I haven't collected the cash for it yet, the gold for it. But so, am I wrong? Is it me? Is it wrong for me to haggle for, for lack, of, lack of a better word? Is it wrong for me to haggle somebody down in price, buy something from them, turn around and walk the ten feet from where we were, and put something in the auction house? Well, if I were you. I would just send it to a different tune than put up on a different tune. <laughs> wait a little bit. That. Have a cooling off period. You don't even have to wait. Just, I mean, they don't know what tunes are yours and what's not. All they see is you logging off. Oh, that's else. true. You can run over the mailbox and just mail it to... Yeah, mail it to a different tune. Put shoot. It there. Mail it to shoot now. What? It's like, did you really do anything wrong? No, because the guy could have put it up for the auction house just a little bit cheaper than everyone else and could have gotten that price. I mean, he chose to give it to you, but... If he was under the impression that he was trying to do you a favor, if you acted like All right, oh, I, I, can't I remember, the, it. No, see, I didn't do that because this whole thing came up last time too. Mm-hmm. I gave no. He didn't ask me about my gold. I mean, I'm on, and it, this is the, this is going to project an assumption. I am mm-hmm. on my level eighty five. You know, pretty well geared out tune. Right. If you look at someone who's Typically, you know, in that area, gold is typically not an issue. Typically. That's why I said I'm projecting an assumption. If I see someone who's got really good gear, I assume they're loaded with gold. Mm. That never happened. The gold never came up. All I said is I need it at this price. He gave it to me at that price. I turned around. around (laughs) What are you doing? I'm selling what I just bought from you. I don't want it. Well, I mean, I don't technically think you did anything wrong, but I also think you could just very easily avoid any drama and any hurt feelings by just switching to a different tune and throwing it up there. Yeah. Well, it's you true. You make a bank alt. That's all. Yeah. So it's like, it's one thing to do it and they just like, okay, whatever, I got rid of it cheaply. And then like for you to do it right there in front of them. <laughs> I think that's where I'm making my mistake. I, I should hold on to it. Before. Yeah. But that, I was about to go to the auction house anyhow. So I guess it could have been like, oh, I'm not selling your gym. No. Just like, I got to go buy other stuff. That's another gym that I had already. I didn't need to. You then. just had a new friends list. Wait till it logs off. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's other ways. Around. You're saying you just need to not do it right in front of them. Uh, okay. I can, I can see. Yeah. I can see. The, but does that make me a sociopath? No. All right. Because the guy, well, I don't think he called me a sociopath. He said something close to it. Like, he called you, know, you a fraud. This is what you put in the notes. Yeah, it's a fraud. Yeah. Oh, he's going to report you for fraud. Yeah. So now I'm waiting. If I'm, I've been checking email today. Like, do I have my account still open? Am I going to? I will laugh if you get investigated. <laughs> 
<laughs> you pulled a fast one on a user. <laughs> but, oh, man. I just, yeah, I think you're right. I need to have a cooling off period so that when people come in and I do that, I just, I wait. Just be a little more discreet. Just a little more discreet. Mm-hmm. Looking for fail PST. All right. There, you know the big thing right now in Random Raid Finder is to troll Random Raid Finder, right? Is it? Yeah. How so? Um. All right, Spine of Deathwing. Okay. You get a couple guys in Spine of Deathwing, you go over to the left-hand side, you, you cause Deathwing to roll, everybody dies. Why would you do that? That's the thing to do. Okay. People are trolling, and that's Aww. the thing. So that sometimes, when it happens, it happens. People are, are purposely being stupid and... and, and, and bored. And, yeah. Not so the other night. This was uh, Wednesday night, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, Tuesday night. Yes, Tuesday night. Uh, Hot Pox and I are hanging out. He's like, hey, want to run a random? I'm like, yeah, I'm in. So we do the first half. goes really well. So you want to do another part? Yeah, I'm in. So we start doing the second part. And when we jump into the second half, we start at madness. Oh, that's fun. Not always. I'm always suspect when that happens. Oh. So the immediate like, hey, what do we just walk in on? <laughs> you know, you know that's kind of like it's just you don't. It means somebody wiped at least right. once. I mean, there, there there's corpses, and I'm looking and I you know you start on madness. You start on the same platform you end on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means when you get to that platform and you see skeletal remains, that means they wiped at the very very end. Ah. And then you look over to the right and you see skeletal remains. That means they started wiping right before the very, very end. <laughs> and so you're like, so what's going on? <laughs> um, so we started and we're doing it. And the one thing, you know, we have a different pattern in the horror release. And that was kind of bothering me. We don't do them like left, right, right, right. Yeah, all the way back. We kind of skip one and then come back to it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we don't call out names. But this guy deserves to be called out. His name is Apples. He's a shaman. Is if, he a bad apple? Yeah, sour. Sour Sour apple. apple, and not a good way. Oh. This guy epitomized what not to do in Random Raid Finder. Or anywhere, for that matter. He was blaming everybody else for his level of horrible... Whatever was going on. There was a tank. I guess he was a tank. The, guy, the main DPS guy was doing like 80,000 DPS. Wow. Yeah. All right. There should not be a problem. I was number two or three in the DPS meters. Mm-hmm. We should have cakewalked that thing. But, you know, there was a couple of problems. Like one guy popped a heroic and I popped something early. I'm like, wait, why is Battle Shadow thing? Whatever it was. I recognize it going off, and I recognize it's not the time that should have gone off. And, yeah, this guy, this shaman guy, just apples the shaman, is just going off on people. And people were like, dude, just yelling at people and telling people they don't know how to play the game doesn't solve anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when his level of contribution to the fight was minuscule. He wasn't doing anything. Was he healer or DPS? I believe he's DPS. He was a shaman. I forget what. I didn't. I, he was. He was like thirteenth on the DPS charts. So mm. he was doing some some kind of DPS. Yeah. But 
he's not contributing at all. I mean, it's minuscule. It, it, it's and yet he's going to complain about everybody else not doing stuff. Like he's expecting them to carry him through this thing. Hmm. So that was wipe number one. We decide to go through it again, and Hot Pox is like, watch how quiet this guy gets because he's been called out by multiple people. He's going to be like being real quiet because he's going to be concentrating on, you know, doing what he's supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah, not so. No. No. Because here's the thing. Unless I am missing some kind of crazy wild add-on, I cannot DPS and play the game and fight and chat at the same time. No, you can't. Not if you're. So where does this guy find the time to chat at? <laughs> if you're not, if you're chatting, you're not DPSing. Mm-hmm. You know, more pew pew, less QQ. Exactly. Right. And so we wipe again. And I'm just like, you know, and he's same boat he's in. The same boat that he is in. He's yelling at everybody else. It's like, dude, it's you. Okay. You know? So I bail on it. I'm like, I'm like, it was late at night, and I'm, I was telling the hot. I'm like, dude, I, I gotta bail. I gotta, I gotta jump. So I, I go, you know, chill out, gone. So I was talking to him, I believe yesterday. And he's like, yeah, it continued. So it was bad. It was bad. But then last night we got back on and we did the second half of it, and um, we went all the way through it. Cake walked all the way through. It was beautiful. Get to the very end, you know. Get our loot, rolling for our loot. There's two things I could roll neat on that I didn't need. <laughs> and it was taking forever for the loot window because people leave. They're just there for the, for, for the Valor points. Like, ah, I'm gone. And then that caused everybody else to wait for the loot tables of timeout. Right. Cannot wait for Panda for that looting system. Yay. Um, so I get up. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I get up. Go get some water. I come back in. I've got like five tells from people. I'm like, what's going on? Well, I had one. Um, the staff, but I was oh. on the same token that Hot Pox is on, and I was rolling for Hot Pox. Yeah, and people, I had like you know, give me the staff. You don't need the staff. You've got a four or three staff. You don't need to give it to me. And people were complaining in chat. You know, one guy's like, I can't believe I lost a roll. The guy's got to get the four or three version of that thing. He doesn't need that thing. And I'm like, and I always want as a warlock. It's a funny warlock joke for me because I always want to go off spec. <laughs> it's it's from an off spec because <laughs> we don't really have yeah use the same weapon. Yeah. A tank with it, <laughs> but so I gave it. I gave it the hot. It was cool. It was yeah. fun. It was a lot of a lot of cool and a lot of fun because that's what uh, that's what it's all about, right? If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A game. You better be ready. You better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. It is I, Demonic Rick. Okay, so, it's getting close to the end of the expansion, and there's one thing that keeps on bothering me. Cinematics getting played over and over and over again. Now, if you raid Dragon Soul at least two times a week, it can get a little repetitive. So, what I say to this is, cinematics, no more! Sure, you can just hit exit, then cancel, then... Do that every single time you guys wipe, or you can use my handy little trick that I found out. All you have to do is have DBM installed, first step. Second step, when you're in-game, 
hit slash DBM, and the DBM interface will pop up. From there, you hit Options. You hit General Options, then you hit Turn Off the Cinematics, and it will never play the cinematics. You will always be the first one to jump off the gunship and onto Deathwind's spine, I promise. Now there's a few handy things that comes from doing this. First off, you get to save your sanity from watching these cutscenes over and over again. Second, you cut down on time from in between each fight, making your clear of Dragon Soul that much quicker. Third, you can pump out a lot more DPS, having a jump start from gunship to the spine, making the kill a lot faster, and making you look a lot better. Now the reasoning behind why this function is a lot better than just hitting exit is because your computer is actually spending time rendering the scene. When you turn on this function in Deadly Boss Mods, your computer isn't having to render the cinematic at all. Now there are two things that you need to remember when you turn on this option. The first of which being that this is character specific, so if you want to turn it off for all your characters, you just have to hit slash dbm and go through that process again. The second thing you need to remember is that this will turn off all cinematics in the game, including for any heroic cinematics or world event cinematics like in Oldham. But if you want to see these cinematics again, do not fret my pretties! All you have to do is go back into dbm and click that option again, so then it will show. Now this is Demonic Rick, leaving you with that little bit of insight. You can follow me on Twitter at Richard underscore Harlow, and you can check out my YouTube channel at Ricardo Harlow. So feel free to tweet me out or message me. Bye, guys! Thank you, Demonic Rick, for that. Now something I didn't know. Uh, that you can skip cinematics with Deadly Boss Mods with a D. Whole episode calling it Deadly Boss Mobs. And Hotbox not even correcting me the entire time. <laughs> he said, I sent you a Skype message. I'm like, yeah, look at that screen. Um, oh, hey, Freck. Hey. Before I forget, mm-hmm. I have a surprise for you. You do? I do. I love surprises. Okay. Don't, well, it's still a surprise. Wait, right now? Yeah. Hell yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Hey, Freckle Pace and Rooted Safety One. I just want to thank you guys for that um, gift card from Amazon.com. Uh, it, it was, uh, it's real nice. I, I didn't get a chance to download episode 100 yet. I've been stuck in the Appalachian Mountains and couldn't. Get a clear Wi-Fi signal, but uh, hopefully tonight when I'll be in Indiana, I'll get a chance to download it. Episode 100, and uh, oh, also thanks to everyone at Riptide Software to sponsors. And here's to another hundred episodes. Ah, yep. Safety. Safety. That was a good surprise. He only he's the only guy with our phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually talking to my our provider today because I did not get that email. Right. And he, he mentioned it to us like, hey, you guys need to check your voicemail. I'm like, you know, normally what happens is when people call in, then the voicemail system picks up. It's not me. It's not a live person. It goes straight to voicemail. It picks up and it emails me. And it's it's my buddy Mike at System. He, he's, he hosts that server for us. And so I was like, hey, Mike, do we have a uh, – do we have like a web interface for for, for voicemails or anything? Because um, mm-hmm. I think I'm missing one. He's like, nope. I was like, okay. So I've got a number of numbers with him. I have multiple phone numbers with him. It sounded weird, right? And so he he's like, well, what extension is? Like, oh, I don't know. I think it's this extension. And so he looked and was like, well, one of them had 35 messages in it, and one of them oh. had from like a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, back 
pre-episode 100. And so I'm like, okay, can I just get like the last couple ones? He's like, I'm going to send them all. I was like, okay. <laughs> so he sent them all. And so I was like, okay, that's not it. That, oh, there it is. So, oh. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. I liked it. It was fun. So it was cool. We love Safety One. That's crazy. He was down here not too long ago in Orlando. And now he's up in the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. I guess as, a, as an over-the-road truck driver, you see a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in the hot seat. Well, Freck. Well, Root. An episode wouldn't be an episode without a hot seat question. It would not. Uh, unfortunately, we can't ask the first question on the air. We again. cannot. Again. But it's Marius from Norway. What is with these Norwegian <laughs> questions that we can't, we can't ask? It's okay. We love Marius. Now, Marius, if you're casting Lava Burst unwillingly, then maybe you need to stay away from the dig rat stew, my friend. No more rat stew for him. No. That's, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Better than my answer. Marius said he needed to cast Slow Fall. Maybe <laughs> he can get a bucket. <laughs> Why else did you cast it? Huh? Why else did you cast On it? On yourself? So you don't... Fall as fast. Fall as fast where? If you're... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's why you cast it so you have time to get the bucket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> From Grizzly Hills? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, we do have another uh, hot seat question for okay. them. You pull it up here on the Twitters. Because okay. I accidentally... Um, did not have it ready to go. Mm. Such a bad person. Ah, uh, uh. pressing buttons on the phone. So, frackle face. Yes. Frackle face. Hearthcast frack. Oh. At yeah. Hearthcast frack. Yeah. That's where you can Twitter me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for killing time as I looked for my DMs over here. All right, here. This is from the Grand Old Podcast. Okay. The Grand Old Podcast. Has a hot seat question for you. Frackle face. They say, if you could have a house in WoW, what city would it be in? What is the trend to bring back the WoW housing thing? Man, the player ha- housing? It have to be in Stormwind. Stormwind? It have to be. I hate Stormwind. I, I was Stormwind. so happy a place got nuked. Okay, no. But here's the thing. If you were actually going to live somewhere, Stormwind is the prettiest. They have a flower shop and a wine shop. Whatever. So does Delirin. Yeah. But you get kicked out of places if you wander in too far. Like, I always wander down the wrong hallway and it gets thrown <laughs> out. <laughs> so you're saying... Plus del- there, no, plus there's the sewers there and there's... You're saying Dalaran has a, the wrong element in it? I don't know. I don't... Dalaran's cool to visit, but... What'd you call gonna, it? Dalaran. Oh, it's Dalaran? Yeah. Oh. Um, if we're going to visit... Thank you for correcting gonna, me. No problem. If you're going to live there, you have to live in Stormwind. I'm sorry. Stormwind. So much more habitable. You got little kids running around selling kittens. You got a toy There's shop fishing. in Dalaran. There is a toy guy pushing a cart in Stormwind. Oh, there is? Yeah. I hate Stormwind. I can't get past the fact that I hate Stormwind. Why do you hate it so much? I hate it. That's irrational. I don't like Stormwind. Well, I don't care if you don't like it. It's my answer. Okay, well, that is that is your answer. All right, well, it's in reference to the banana from uh, last week. 
Okay. Do you like frozen chocolate bananas? Ch- chocolate covered frozen bananas. I don't think I've had them before. No. We can t- keep talking about bananas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything else. I got. I got nothing. I got three pages and nothing the else. Sheet around, I, you know. I don't. I got three pages of notes and nothing else to go on. <laughs> we do have beautiful outlines. I must say, we do. We do absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> but you know, Frank, even though we have beautiful outlines, that does bring us to the bottom of the last page of our outline, which brings us to the end of the show. But everybody can be part of our next show. That's episode number one hundred and fourteen. By sending your questions, comments, or any other kind of feedback using our website submission form over at hearthcast.com. You can email us at contribute to hearthcast.com directly. You can call the Hearthcast hotline at 407-520-5342, like Safety One did. And like I said, we'll get that, uh, we'll play that on the air. It's always cool to hear yourself on the air. Uh, you can send us a post via Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash hearthcast. Or you can always tweet us at hearthcast for the show at hearthcast freck for freckleface and at hearthcast root for me and be sure to use the hashtag hearthcast we'd again like to thank our sponsors riptide software reduce the lag and system.com you can find hearthcast on itunes stitcher or you can drop our rss feed into your favorite podcasting app until next time this has been root and freckleface for hearthcast.com What? Applauding ourselves. What? Applauding ourselves. Pausing? Applauding. 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 Applauding ourselves. Yeah. That's what you're going to go with. <laughs> Applauding. <laughs> <laughs>